Hey friends, welcome back to The Catwalk. My name is Clark Cowden. I'm your host for this podcast, and I want to thank you for joining with me for this week's message. Today we are talking about a concept called hinge moments. These are significant transition times in our lives where the decisions that we make affect us for years and years to come. These are times when sometimes the door closes in our face, and sometimes when unexpected doors open to brand new possibilities. Uh, We talk about some of the virtues from the scriptures that God gives us to help us navigate these times and make good decisions as we move through these times of significant change. I invite you to sit back and relax and reflect on this message on Hinge Moments. In 2021, Dr. Michael Lindsay, who is the president of Taylor University in Upland, Indiana, published a great book called Hinge Moments. And in that book, he told a story you may have heard before. It's the story of a black girl who was born to an unwed teenager in rural Mississippi back in the 1950s. She was so poor that she would wear potato sacks as dresses to school. Her relatives passed her around from town to town with several of them abusing her along the way. Eventually, she went to live permanently with her father and found some measure of stability. He prioritized her education and bolstered her self-esteem. Her life improved. Her high school peers voted her most popular, and she won Miss Black Tennessee at the age of 17. She landed a talk radio job after a few years and was hired by a TV station in Baltimore as the youngest news anchor in the country. Nobody would have predicted Oprah Winfrey's rise from poverty to the six o'clock news. But just when it seemed as if everything in her life was going great, she got fired. She didn't see it coming. It was a crushing blow. She was devastated. She felt like she was teetering on the verge of collapse back into the heartache and suffering she had escaped as a young girl. Everything that she had worked so hard for had now been abruptly taken away from her. This was her hinge moment. But as a consolation for her firing, the news producer offered her a spot on a failing talk show. Nobody believed that she or the show would last very long. And it was an easy way for the producers to move her on. But her on-air personality started to blossom. Her show became extremely popular, and in 1986, the Oprah Winfrey Show premiered nationwide. In 2018, she was named one of the 500 richest people in the world. Hinge moments are times of major change in our lives. Sometimes we choose to make a change, 
and sometimes we are forced to make a change. Hinge moments are times when either doors are shut in our faces or new doors are opened by God that present some new paths for us to walk down. Getting these moments right can change our lives for the better. Getting these moments wrong can pose problems for years to come. Each of us probably only has a few hinge moments during our lifetime. They may only represent a few hundred minutes over the course of our lifespan, but they have an outsized impact on all of the other minutes that we live. Some periods of transition are predictable. You choose a college to go to. You accept a new job. You get married. You have a baby. An accident or an illness lands you in the hospital. Your best friend dies. Your pastor leaves your church. We spend hours evaluating the pros and the cons to make the right decision for a life-changing hinge moment. Others are thrust on us totally out of the blue that we are unprepared for and that we did not see coming. Bombshell transitions thrust us into uncharted territory and we walk around in a daze wondering what we should do next. How we handle these hinge moments can define our whole lives. Many people today know of Jamie Dimon as the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase, the largest bank in the U.S. But when he was president of Citigroup, at a time when the bank was growing and employees and the board seemed pleased with his work, a senior executive visited him at his home one Sunday afternoon and fired him. He was forced out of his job over a weekend. Major life change is never more than a phone call away. Unpredictable, unexpected changes are difficult to handle. But that doesn't mean that we can't prepare for them. The best way to deal with these hinge moments is to cultivate a strong, healthy, personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ and to develop the historic Christian virtues that have been helping people deal with moments like these for thousands of years. Isaiah chapter 30, verses, verse 21 says, Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. Three of the key hinge virtues that we read about in the Bible are resolution, resilience, and restraint. The first key hinge virtue is resolution. In Matthew 4, 18 to 20, it says, As Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers. Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew. They were casting a net into, lake, into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. 
This was a hinge moment for Peter and Andrew. They walked away from their life's career. In a quick moment, they saw something in Jesus that caused them to leave the predictability and the security of their career and make a major life change. They resolved to follow him. They were willing to take a chance and take a risk. It was a voluntary change on their part, but they were stepping into the unknown. They didn't really know what they were getting themselves into. It was a step of faith. But they were trusting Jesus to lead them down a new path where they could not see what the end result would be. Some people think that Phil Vischer has lived a storybook life. Phil Vischer is the man who created Veggie Tales, one of the world's most successful children's video series. He always dreamed of building a media empire that would rival Disney, but that was centered on a biblical moral vision of the world. He had originally planned on using candy bars for his characters, but his wife told him that mothers around the world would hate him for it. So he decided to use vegetables instead. Between 1993 and 2003, VeggieTales sold over 50 million videos and produced a full-length feature film. But the night of the movie premiere was one of the worst nights of his life. The company was about to declare bankruptcy and most of their employees would be losing their jobs the next day. Phil Vischer was a creative genius who had done the impossible. But after an amazing 10 year run of success, it fell apart. As he reflected on the loss of his life stream, he talked about how God calls us to be faithful, not successful. Sometimes we experience success for a season, but it doesn't always last. Sometimes there are lessons God wants us to learn on the rise to the top, and sometimes there are lessons God wants us to learn on the descent to the bottom. God wants to shape our character, our hearts, our minds, and our faith so that we will be more like Christ. Sometimes we're like Jesus when he had the success of feeding the 5,000 with five loaves of bread and two fish. And sometimes we're like Jesus when he was tried and convicted and crucified and abandoned by his friends. The first hinge virtue is resolution, to keep going no matter what our external circumstances look like, knowing that God can use both the good and the bad to shape us into the people he wants us to be. The second hinge virtue is resilience. Resilience is the capacity and the ability to bounce back after a defeat or a difficulty. It is the ability to withstand and to recover and spring back from trials and loss. Peter had to learn resilience in order to recover from his episode in Matthew 26, 69 to 75. 
where it says, Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard, and a servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee, she said. But he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway where another servant girl saw him and said to the people there, This fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath. I don't know the man. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, Surely you are one of them. Your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses, and he swore to them, I don't know the man. Immediately, a rooster crowed. Then Peter remembered the word Jesus had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you will disown me three times. And he went outside and wept bitterly. Peter could have given up like Judas Iscariot. Judas didn't have that resilient virtue. So after he realized what he had done in betraying Jesus, he committed suicide. Both Peter and Judas failed Jesus. Peter denied even knowing Christ and had to deal with his complete failure to his best friend. And yet, somehow, Peter recovered and went on to become the rock of the early church. Richard Rohr writes about how sometimes we have to learn how to fail forward. Failing in one transition can sometimes set us up for success in the next transition. Most people who succeed in their careers experienced failure at some point early on. But instead of giving up, they learned valuable lessons from them that helped them succeed with the next opportunity. Romans 8.28 tells us that in all things, God works for good for those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. Our worst moments are never our final moments. Then the third hinge virtue is restraint. Restraint means that sometimes the best action is to do nothing. In Luke 9, 51 to 56, it says, As the time approached for him to be taken up to heaven, Jesus resolutely set out for Jerusalem. And he sent messengers on ahead who went into a Samaritan village to get things ready for him. But the people there did not welcome him because he was heading for Jerusalem. When the disciples James and John saw this, they asked, Lord, do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them? But Jesus turned and rebuked them. Then he and his disciples went to another village. Jesus was more restrained than his disciples. Jesus rebuked his disciples for wanting retribution. Even when people chose to reject him, Jesus did not retaliate. He didn't seek revenge. Sometimes restraint is the best course of action. Sometimes doing nothing is the best choice. 
October 27th, 1962 was the day the world almost ended, but it didn't, thanks to a man named Vasily Arkhipov. Vasily was the second in command of the Soviet submarine B-59 during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Located deep underwater near Cuba and unable to receive outside communication due to a mandated radio silence. The crew had not heard anything from Moscow in the days when they were detected by the U.S. Navy. <clears throat> the Americans released explosives designed to force the sub to the surface. The crew did not know how to proceed. Battery power in the sub was dwindling and the extreme heat in the vessel was becoming unbearable. Some of the crew suspected that war had broken out. They wanted to launch nuclear warheads towards the U.S. mainland to aid the Soviet offensive. But if war had not broken out, they would have been responsible for starting it. The captain and the third in command both wanted to launch the nuclear missile. But Soviet protocol required that all three officers make a unanimous decision to strike, and Vasily wanted time to think about it. Much to the dismay of some of the crew, he refused to launch the missile. He wanted to wait for explicit orders to do so. So the sub surfaced. The U.S. Navy surrounded them and forced them to return to the Soviet Union in shame. For years, Vasily endured taunts in Russia for choosing to surface the sub. However, in 2002, Robert McNamara, the former U.S. Secretary of Defense, and Arthur Schlesinger Jr., an advisor to the Kennedy administration, both publicly acknowledged that Vasily's decision prevented a nuclear war at the most dangerous moment in human history. He exhibited restraint when it was most needed and when people were pressuring him to take the most dangerous action. Sociologists have found that people who exhibit restraint and self-control live longer, are happier, get better grades, are less depressed, are more physically active, have lower resting heart rates, have less alcohol abuse, have more stable emotions, are more helpful to others, get better jobs, earn more money, have better marriages, and sleep better at night. Hinge moments are those key transition times in our lives when our lives change substantially and the decisions we make in those moments affect us for years to come. So the question for us is this, are you facing a hinge moment in your life right now? Are you considering going to a new school accepting a new job, moving, or retiring? Are you thinking about committing your life to Christ, getting baptized, 
or joining the church. In the same way that Jesus invited Peter and Andrew to put down their nets and follow him, is Jesus calling you to make a decision to follow him today? If you're feeling like God is prompting you in that direction, do it. Let me know if there's some way I can help you with that. 2024 may be a hinge moment for all of us. And as we seek to make the right decisions, as we go through these times of change, we can be guided by the three biblical hinge virtues of resolution, resilience, and restraint. God bless. Stay safe. See you next time.